Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. Listen up. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. You're listening to Broncos for Breakfast with Nick Kendall and Scott Kennedy. All right, guys. Welcome in. It is the 10th of March. We are hurtling our way towards free agency, the offseason. But the biggest thing, the biggest hurdle, has been passed by the Broncos. Russell Wilson is still a Bronco. I keep having to tell myself that because it doesn't seem real. Uh, walking around Seattle yesterday wearing my Broncos stuff, it's a uh, you know a little bit of looks from people here and there. But uh, say, that's a, that's that's a little dangerous, dude. Rubbing it in just a little bit. I'm I'm in an okay-ish neighborhood, and you know what? I'm I'm bold and proud. If it's the first time in a while, I feel like I can poke my head out into public. And here it's a, this is the safe space. You know, we always say this is a safe space for Broncos fans. We can vent whatever, but uh, in public. Yeah, I, I would still wear it, but a little bit, uh, a little bit emboldened uh, these days. Also, Scott, you know this. I'm inflammatory. I'm provocative. I like to be a little bit of a troll sometimes. Just get a little, get the content going. You know, it's fun. No, I, uh, I'll, I'll wear stuff like that. I mean, you hear about. You know, I, I grew up listening to like the LA Dodgers crowd was like the wine and cheese crowd. Show up late, leave early. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-uh, uh, no, no. You get out in the bleachers, and it's like the gangland crowd. Uh, it's rough. It's fun. You know, yeah. it's more like a, a Raiders crowd out there. The Angels are the wine and cheese crowd down in Orange County. They reminded me of Braves games. But, you know, I'd wear my Chipper Jones jersey and, you know, someone would give me crap. I just wave and smile. You know, you, you can you can avoid that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mark exactly. Schrader, good morning. I know we got a lot of good mornings to say, but Mark's coming in with coffee this morning already. Coffee yeah. star saying good morning. Certainly, uh, certainly appreciate you, Mark. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mark, down in Texas. Hopefully. It's warmer there than it is here. Um, luckily, my heat is back on, so that's great. However, I live in an old house, and the the heat guy came in and said we, they haven't built this uh, type of heater since the 80s. The parts don't exist, so if it's broken, I don't know what to tell you. Um, and it's an oil one, so we what a good time to need oil, an oil refill um, for your heat. Uh, <laughs> so um, thank you, Mark, for helping me stay warm. Uh, Chase is in the house, too. I learned the news from you guys doing the live gut reaction. Happy to share that moment in history with you all. Go Broncos, man. That's nice. awesome, Chase. That's really, that's really, that's really alert. cool. I, I will, I mean, not to sound cheesy or anything like that too, but I'll share your sentiments. I will remember the fever dream that was this last Tuesday, probably forever. Um, I still remember where I was the moment that I, uh, the news came that Peyton Manning was signed with the Broncos. I was sitting in organic chemistry lecture at a, God, it would have been probably a Wednesday morning. I don't remember the exact date. And I stood up and cheered in class and just the place went silent. I'm like, I don't care. We just got Peyton freaking Manning. So uh, Peter coming in, still can't believe it's real. Absolutely. Yeah, somebody pinched me. Um, it's really good. I do think it's kind of funny. The A lot of sentiment I've been getting from Seahawks Twitter and just in general is like, uh, I was getting kind of tired of Russ. We weren't going anywhere anyway. Good luck with him, I guess. But we were ready to move on. It's like, you do not know what quarterback purgatory is. You don't remember. Um, but Good luck. Uh, God bless you. you. Know, I, I get luck. it, though. That's why I said I asked my, my good friend is a Seahawks fan. He's from Seattle. I said, so what do you think? You know, what, what's what's going to happen with Aaron Wilson? He goes, you know what? He's been great. We love him for it, but we're we're ready for a change. He's ready for a change. We're OK with him moving on. And he said that a month ago. Yeah. So, you know, he may have resigned himself to it. But, you know, I I get it. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm sitting here with a, 
a Falcons team that was in the Super Bowl in 2016, playoff contenders in 17, 18, and have been crappy since. It's like, yeah. all right, Julio Jones, good luck. Matt Ryan, if you got to go, you got to go. We get it. It's time to accelerate the rebuild. And, and they got a good return on it. They did. I, I, yeah. I do. I, I think they got a good return on a, a player that was, you know, that, for a team that wasn't a quarterback away and is headed in the wrong direction, for a guy that wanted to go out, leave with two years on his contract. I thought they got a good return. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're 100% correct on that one. They did get a good return and happy that they, uh, you know, they that they can move forward. And it'll be interesting to see what happens with Drew Locke and with all these guys. But, yeah, you know, you never know. Um, it's going to be a, a fun time, um, no doubt. So I'm pull, trying to pull, find, find this ad read right now. Scott, pull up a couple things. Uh, the good morning from Ethan saying uh, hello to you. Good morning to you, Ethan. Also, Elliot D, go ahead, Scott. Yeah, Elliot D's coming in with the first uh, super test. Good morning. You think we'll get more top tier veterans in free agency? It still feels like a dream. We got Wilson. Hopefully, stays uh, number three jersey ordered. So that's the thing. I mean, we we want to yeah. talk about a master class from George Payton to at worst pull this off and remain cap neutral and still have thirty million dollars in available cap space is insane. Mm-hmm. That's that's crazy. Now, how quickly do you sign him to an extension? You know, do you maybe go through this year and say, hey, we want to handle this in the off season so we can bring in some guys this year? Um, maybe, but you could probably give him a nice raise without even hurting the cap number by extending him out to 10 years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think you're still going to go after, uh, go after some free agents. <clears throat> you still have 10 draft picks that you can bundle together and send off one way or another, whether it's to move up in the draft some or to bring in a bunch of guys to fulfill some depth, whatever you want to do, but you got money, you got your quarterback, you got a ton of draft picks. Remind me again, I'm still pissed about this, Nick. Wasn't it last August that the Broncos front office got like a D minus? Yeah, somebody gave him a bad grade because they didn't Remember? get the quarterback. It was, like, it was like ESPN because they didn't draft a quarterback. Yeah. Well, and, and like I said to begin with, I'm like, you got a young roster and a ton of money. What? What's the problem? You, yeah. you don't have your quarterback right now? Okay, well, maybe it didn't present itself at the time. You You can't control that. Uh, and if you're just a quarterback away, that's not a D minus from the front office perspective. No. Uh, you know, so I'm, I, I still, that one still bothers me because I've seen bad front offices. There's bad front offices all over the league. And this was a freaking masterclass. Yeah. yeah. It's always like, you know, you, they had, they answered one question or, and there was one that was slightly better, maybe getting the quarterback figured out last year in the draft. Not, you don't have, you didn't have the option there still, but um, let's say that it's just a to be determined grade at that point. It's never great to grade them that early. And it was all yeah. building towards that moment. And here we are. Um, well, again, if you're, if you're in a position to pounce, you know, if you've got a young talented roster, which we're all pretty in agreement, there's a lot of talent on this team, young mm-hmm. under contract, and you got 30 million in cap space. You're, you're, your front office is doing a good job as long as they're willing to spend it. And that's mm-hmm. what I've said. Having that space is one thing. But always having, it's like, great, we got a bunch of cap space. Great, we got a bunch of cap space. Well, yeah. we really could have used a right tackle last year uh, to, to improve. So what are you going to do with that cap space? And and with a small sample size of just one season, you know, I don't think they're being misers about it. They're holding yeah. it and rolling it over and say, you know what? We're going to take our shot. And uh, I mentioned this before and the gut reaction and, and all that type of stuff. But the re-signing of Sutton and Tim Patrick before you have your quarterback is brilliant. You know, before those guys go out there and, and go, you know, 65 catches each for 1,200 yards and double their value, 
And they had to be convinced. There's no doubt in my mind. They had a recruiting visit with mm -hmm. Peyton, the general manager. You know, hey, listen, we, we don't want to be here if, if this is what it's going to be like. The quarterback play isn't good enough. We want to go catch passes. Boys, we're going to take care of this. Gentlemen, mm -hmm. we're going to take care of this. We're going to get your quarterback. Sign here. You, you will thank me later. Nathan, Nathaniel Hackett. Zach last night was calling him lucky. How lucky is he? No, no, no. It's not just luck. It was being a very hot candidate who was reverse interviewing with George Payton. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do for the quarterback position? Yeah. George Payton answered. So next time George Payton speaks internally, his credibility is through the roof. So yeah. if he talks to a guy about, hey, this is what we're going to do, you're going to want to sign here, or he's talking to a guy in free agency, or he's talking about possible trades, his recruiting pitch just got 10 times stronger. And it's it's impressive again that espn article with a d minus for the front office you know blow that out your yin yang no freaking way this is an a plus 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 there you plus. go yeah <laughs> that, you you know my uh reference there i think you're laughing yep. at good that morning one yeah morning nick and scott still in shock over wilson can't wait to watch his introductory press conference yeah give me all the russell wilson corniness if he wants to uh come at me live from his phone in his bed morning denver like just the really cringy kind of stuff then i'm here for it man inject it into my veins if it comes and again football, talking about uh i think shane's talking his, his introductory press conference it's gonna feel like it's happening all over again yeah you know right now it's you know it but you don't really know it yeah until you see him come up there and take that that press conference that brilliant smile of his i mean yeah. frankly he's a good looking dude you know he's gonna get up there and just light the place up it's gonna be yeah. a lot of fun for y'all i'm excited and I don't know how much of it is just the post. This is again, this is me being the cynic, just like you. But I don't know much how it is the post. Um, this mood is move is made. So what paints everything in the best picture possible. But it really does sound like he did his research and this is where he wanted to go. And I think there's a lot to be said about somebody of that stature, that caliber, that pull um, choosing the Denver Broncos organization, choosing this situation, because it's not just I'm here for now. It's I chose this. I am bought in. I am accountable for what happens now because this is, I had a big influence on this. So a lot of burden, I guess, on his shoulders, a lot of responsibility, but you want that with your franchise quarterback. Yeah, you Nathan need says that. to borrow a line from Hamilton. We got more than we gave and we, and we wanted what we got. So uh, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Um, you were just talking about, uh, oh, the wanting, and I've said about this, about recruiting. People have asked me, you know, what makes recruiting college football recruiting so much fun? It's because wins are fluctuate. I might win this year. I might win next year. You know, it goes back and forth. Yeah. But, but what better way to prove my own belief that I am better than you, that my team is better than yours, than that dude just chose me? I'm the pretty girl. <laughs> I'm the handsome dude. I yeah. got it going on. He chose me. Ha ha. Exactly. That's a win. That's a win that we love as, uh, as fans. Yeah, and I can't wait to cheer for Russell Wilson next year in this team. Watch the offense score. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we also got Nathan coming in here. Good morning, everybody. We hit Jabari. that one already. Oh, well, Nathan, you're so good. I wanted to hit you twice. Um, we also got <laughs> Peter Middleton coming in. Not that we don't love you, Nathan. And it was and it was a, a good thing. Again, uh, I, I feel like it was. I, I do. You know, I feel like it was a good trade for Seattle. You got to take into account that Russell wanted to leave. Yeah. Okay. So you got you got two first round picks, two starters. Uh, a, a solid veteran quarterback for a one away player. Yep. It's not all that bad. Who's 34 or 33, 34 years old. That's not that bad. It's not. I agree. Peter says, and again, we have six picks. 
between 64 and 152. Now, Nick, correct me if I'm wrong, and listeners in the chat, where have I said the fun part of this draft is? Is it in the top 10? No. Or is it in the second and third rounds? Now, you're not quite as high in the second round. Yeah. But it's that 25 to 100 group that I'm just that I'm so excited about that you want to have a bunch of picks and six picks mm-hmm. between 64 and 152 in this class, you're going to get some help. I promise you, you're going to find some help, especially if you bundle a couple of those together and move up into that 32, 33 yeah. range, 40 range, you know, yeah. maybe Travis Jones is there and you drop a minute nose guard. I'd give up a couple picks for Travis Jones. Yeah. I am. Ah, uh, gosh. I don't know if I would. Um, I think it depends on where he falls. The I'm thing is, forties, dude. Would you give up forties, sixty-four and eighty to get Travis Jones? Yes, you would. Probably. Um, the reason <laughs> the reason I pushed I had who else is there, but you know. Yeah, and the the reason is this is about to become a free agent destination roster, and you know what you need if you are a free agent destination roster. You need cheap depth guys on cost-controlled contracts for over periods that can fill in uh, if you have injuries. It's what the Rams have done. They, While the Rams haven't picked in like the top 120 years, it seems like, they've had a lot of picks in that back end that have been really important for them for the depth of their roster and also has allowed them to approach and sign uh, free agents or their own guys because they have cost-controlled players. So if you're giving up two cost-controlled players um, in that top 100 range, you better love that guy uh, to go up and get him. Now, And they might, that's for sure, but I would just be just for the sake of how they're going to have to build this team, especially with Russell Wilson, probably having a contract coming down the line, the more the picks, the better, because you want to make sure you can fill out the, the bot, the last 10 spots of the roster, the last 15 spots of the roster with young, cheap cost controlled guys. Yeah. You can get veteran minimum guys too, that aren't going to count yeah. against the cap that are out there yeah. that can help too. There's lots of ways. There's ways. The point is, is you've got flexibility. You've got talent. You got your quarterback. You're in a pretty good spot. Yep. Um, but you know, you're looking at 64, 75, and 96. You could use an inside linebacker. What about Troy Anderson in one of those spots? Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Would that be Chanel? nice? Yeah, he would. I'm I think my propaganda for this offseason, it was I was building up towards it, was a uh, safety being an Edom. I had a talk with a Broncos source of mine the other day, and it sounds like Ijiro Evero is a man after my own heart. Um, not so much with the blitzing talk, but uh he is not a big proponent of the off ball inside linebacker position. Um, he, if he could, he would play zero of those guys. Um, he would play all defensive backs and all defensive linemen. Essentially is what it's obviously hyperbole there, but that's yeah. the sense that I got. And that's a man after my heart because the off ball. If I got a, a starter in that spot in the third round with four, four speed. Yeah. You know, Troy yeah. Anderson would be pretty nice. You know, no, I'm not 100%. talking about first round. I'm not talking about number nine. Yeah. And there's number nine. There's, number nine's wearing number three. Yeah. Quote me on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And absolutely. And there's a lot of good linebackers in this class, too. Um, and good morning, but, Travis. Thank you yeah. for the support. Appreciate you being here. I know you guys have been here. Uh, you know, some of these faces have been here as much as uh, in all of these shows. So yeah. I'm here at all of them. So I've seen you in all of them. So you guys are amazing. Yeah, 100 percent. Miguel, uh, Miguel Santa Stephen coming in here. Sup, fellas. It's a great day on this snow day in New Mexico. Um, is there any good offensive tackles in free agency? Um, this is a really good point to uh, kick us off here. A lot of other people did want to say hi to, but Miguel, we want to get to you first. Um, are there any good offensive tackles in free agency? When when I when I over went over the list of the potential right tackles in free agency, it you always was, have to look at the left tackles too. So just look at tackle because the guys that play right sometimes get thrown in the left. Yeah, yeah, they do. But um, just in general, the point still stands. Um, the free agent market for offensive tackles historically this is the case but it looks like it's going to be a case again um this year is pretty bleak um there's a lot of 
potential names there, but guys that I don't know if I would be looking to pay. You have Teron Armstead, but I think he's going to get an absolutely insane contract from a team that is extremely desperate. I don't know if you should be out there paying Teron Armstead, especially considering his he hasn't been healthy for multiple seasons, so he's one to keep an eye on. Uh, Riley Reef hasn't been able to stay healthy. Nate Soldier has dropped off a bit. Uh, Trent Brown, I don't think, is a great scheme fit. Eric Fisher's been injured, uh, so there's just not many good options. The name that sticks out to me is uh, Morgan Moses, but I think he's actually going to have a pretty pretty large market. Um, so a little bit worried there. I know that everybody's going to be screaming this offseason. Now go get Russell Wilson a right tackle. Why would you pay this position when you can't get a right tackle? You shouldn't. There's not, you know, generic build a right to average right tackle out there in the market. So the Broncos pay a cornerback or a edge rusher more, and they haven't taken care of the right tackle position. It's not because they're not looking for one. It's because mm-hmm. they looked and they were left wanting. So, so uh, I, I don't think there are. I'm starting to get a little more versed in some of the other teams. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't watch the other teams as much as you do. And there's a couple names that jump out at me. I liked Andrew Wiley at Kansas City. Uh, I thought he was okay, was a starter. Yeah. At, uh, and I'm just looking, how can your team get better without yeah. spending a ton? Do you want to spend a ton? Because my guy is still, you know, PFF didn't like him so much, but I think he gave up two sacks on 1,200 snaps. Uh, you know, it's Chuck's Acora for. He was 24 years old. Yeah, free agent out of Pittsburgh. That excites me. I like that guy. And then uh, Matt Pryor with the Indianapolis Colts, a little crossover. I've been doing a little Colts work. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a, a free agent who basically he played a lot better than Eric Fisher, another former Kansas City guy. He played better than him when he was with the Colts. He's a free agent, twenty-seven years old. Okay, you know, and then throw in Bobby Massey too. You know, bring in you're going to bring in more than one guy. You know, you, you you're going to bring in two tackles. Um, get some depth, get some competition, then get a guy you think might be able to be a starter for a year. But, you know, I see I see Chuck's core for it, 24 years old at Pittsburgh in the season that he had. And I'm like, all right, let's let's go to work here. You think he wouldn't want to come be part of this team? He's definitely interesting. Another name that sticks out to me is uh, Joseph Noteboom. Um, I think the Rams are going to do everything they can to keep him in Los Angeles. But uh, he is one that a uh, former TCU tackle uh, liked him coming out four years ago. And uh, he has a little bit of left tackle, right tackle versatility. With Andrew Whitworth retiring, I'm guessing the Rams will do what they can to keep him, but uh, we'll be interesting to see. But right tackle, that's definitely one that is a position where I'm a little bit nervous. And it's fun to be nervous about right tackle instead of quarterback. I just want to say this is we've entered like first world problem stage of football team building. Um, but uh, that's a position where they need they might not make a splash to the position in free agency because of what the market dictates but they need to bring in somebody as competency because if you go into the draft and your plan is if we don't get a starting right tackle at pick 64, we're in trouble. Uh Oh, and I don't, Peyton's too smart for that. Peyton, you've heard interviews with Peyton. He's like, you fill out your needs prior to the draft. You never want to go in in a position of weakness like that. So they won't do that. They'll let the board come to them. They won't be offensive tackle or bust at pick 64, which is just stupid. You can't think that way. Um, but uh, we'll see how it plays out. Clayton coming yeah, in. Appreciate us. you. Appreciate you, Clayton, with the stars. And Albert, you were great last night. Thanks for thanks for coming in. They said I would think we could do 13 and 4 next season. For me, the floor would be okay, what's acceptable? Because that question got asked yesterday, and I immediately thought, okay, 10 and 7 in a playoff berth. Okay, you're heading in the right direction. Yep. This isn't a one-year project. You're not no. all in. You know, this isn't a Super Bowl or bust. This is a project. This is I want, I want, I want this to be sustainable. And with a young roster and a quarterback you can have for multiple years and plenty of cap room and all these draft picks, it should be. So for me, as long as the arrow's headed in the right direction, 
10 and seven playoff berth. I think that is an acceptable season. That should be the floor. Anything more than that. And I've started having questions. Now I'm not firing anybody or doing anything like that, but I've got some questions. If you're not better than, than not, if you're not better than nine and eight and could you go 13 and four next season? Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? Absolutely. Yeah. Why say, not? Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. The Broncos do play the obviously tough AFC West next year. They have the last place scheduled the AFC West, but it's still tough. And the other division they play, it's unfortunately for Denver, the toughest in the NFC, in the NFC West. Um, really good football there, uh, I guess, west of the Rockies uh, coming up here this season. Uh, we've got Jason Peters coming in. I doubt they'll be there at 64, but who would you choose between Travis Jones and Boye Mafe? Yeah, man, God, this is a this is a tough one. I, I honestly don't know. I The real answer is what happens in free agency first, because if you bring in a good defensive that's cheating tell me who do you want oh man i probably lean boy amafe just because of the athletic upside and the positional value i think you can find competency at the defensive tackle spot much easier than you can find competency at the edge spot and the edge spot is going to be more impactful regardless um, because they're more likely to rush the passer just given their alignment um but man this is a i could you could ask me again in five minutes and i might answer differently I'd probably go Travis Jones. I think he's more of a sure thing uh, yeah. at 64. I'm not worried too much about the upside as much. I love Boye Mafe. I take him at 40. Yeah. Uh, you know, when when that when that comes around, uh, high second round, I'd be happy with it. It's one of those, you know, put both names in a hat and draw one, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I win. That that's how I feel about that. But I'd probably go Travis Jones. I think he's, I think he's farther ahead. I think he does more to help the guys around him. So I think you're just getting better. Playing next to Travis Jones, where I'm not sure that Travis Jones improves everybody else like that. But I, I, I'd seriously be happy with both. But I, I would probably go the big man. Yeah, and the other thing with uh, for me, Boy Amafe, is that this Broncos team is probably going to be one that puts up points. And I think if you're playing that really tough, you know, grinded out games, Travis Jones makes more sense to try to stop the run game and make sure you get more third downs. But I think you're going to have with Russell Wilson you're going to have better pass rushing opportunities where the team is going to be five-step drop, seven-step drop, uh, zero protection kind of situation, all all bodies in, out in space. So uh, get the pass rusher in. But either of them, they'd be great. Neither are going to be there at 64. Um, Travis Weber coming in. Good morning, Nick and Scott and Broncos. What are your thoughts on about Har Chris Harris Jr. returning? Mixed feelings myself. Yes, we need defensive backs, and he felt spurned by Denver, but doesn't sit well with me how he trash-talked Denver. And this is for Scott. Falcons need a wide receiver. You think uh, Atlanta will take a stab at Lockett or Cooper despite their cap issues. So first, how do I feel about Chris Harris Jr. coming back to Denver? He's a scheme fit. He's a smart player. His play has started to drop off, um, but Broncos need a nickel player with some intelligence. If he comes for decently cheap, I'm interested. I'm not looking for a massive contract, but I'm also not looking to pay him, you know, that minimum. I don't think he'd accept that, but he's, he's older and his play has started to fall off and he's had some injuries. I don't really care that he trash talked Denver on the way out. I think that was more pointed to, John Elway and how the cap situation worked out there. But uh, if he, he can come here and help the Broncos win games, I have no issue with it. Uh, I'll, I'll welcome him back. And uh, it's always good to bring. It's a good story. Uh, undrafted free agent out of Kansas of all programs. And he plays as good as Chris Harris Jr. has. Uh, that's a lot of fun. It'd be fun to have him back. Also, Chris gives is one of the has been one of the best interviews of any of the players the Broncos have had. He's very intelligent, well-spoken, um, doesn't do that coach speak on he's he's genuine with the media which i've always really appreciated with chris harris and will the falcons who need a wide receiver need three wide receivers uh go after lockett or cooper no no uh by ridley getting suspended that knocked 11 million off of their cap which put them two over yep. so they were negative i think they might be to three maybe three maybe four plus four 
Uh, they were seven in the hole before that happened. So uh, they can't afford they, they can't afford that. Yeah, Leroy coming in. Good morning, guys. I read an article stating that a head coach and a general manager said Russell Wilson is a below average quarterback and the Broncos are stupid to give up so much for him. What do you guys think? I guess we're fixing to find out. Um, you know, Russell Wilson, there has not been a quarterback his size playing this late in their career um, that much. Were you given this much uh, up, right? So this is, you are entering somewhat unprecedented waters here, but Russell Wilson is still a dynamic arm talent athlete and has a lot of skins on the wall, so to speak. You So um, this is a swing. And also this is a swing the Broncos almost had to make. Um, there is risk to it no matter what, giving up the capital they did, uh, especially when you're probably going to have to pay him uh, right around the corner here as well. But this team was set up where if you didn't take the swing, you are stuck in absolute no man's land. You're trading for Carson Wentz. You're trading for Jimmy Garoppolo. And that's just, you're capped there. You're making a move at that point too. God, I hope it works. Let's make a move. No, this is this is actually being aggressive, going out there and getting a sizable upgraded top 10 perennial quarterback. Will it work out? You know, we'll see. Maybe those guys will be right. I also remember when the Broncos signed Peyton Manning, a lot of people were like, wow, I can't believe they signed him. His arm's going to fall off one game into the season. And he played four more years. So um, we'll see. Yeah, there's there's going to be doubters out there. Let me guess. Uh, head coach and general manager didn't have a name. That was an unnamed source. Yeah, yeah. nobody's going to put their name next to that one unless they're just trying to draw attention. Um, but uh, stupid to give up too much for him. I don't think they gave up that much for him. And let's let's go back to what I was saying earlier with having two years on his contract. Not only would I try and get that deal done after this year so I can stack up my roster with free agents mm -hmm. this year, it would also give me a year to make sure that, hey, we got the right guy before I go and give him a four-year, $200 million contract extension. Yeah. So 100%. it would hedge. And if it doesn't work out, you're only two years in before you got your first rounders back. Yeah. You know, you you, you gave up a lot, but you didn't you didn't give up mortgage the future. You did not ruin your your future chances. At worst, you were you were gonna be anyway in two yeah. years. You're gonna need a quarterback in two years because it didn't work out with Russell Wilson. Okay, well, I'll get my first rounders back and we'll dive back in. Yep. And I still have a lot of money. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Edward coming in. Good morning, Broncos country. A lot of people coming in here. The morning shows are really taking off. I love you guys. It's a lot of fun. We got 350 concurrent coming in right now. So appreciate all y'all. And if you're new, yeah. even if you're not and you haven't, make sure you hit that, that subscribe button yeah. uh, on YouTube or, you know, making sure you're liking the page. I think we've got about 90 on Facebook right now and 250 watching on and we got five on Twitch. So hello to our Twitch, our Twitch folks, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. 100%. Um, thank you guys so much. Make sure you hit the like button as well above us. Um, Edward saying good morning. Who do you think we're going to target in free agency? Broncos are going to go after an edge rusher, period. That one I can guarantee. After that, it's going to depend on what the market looks like. They could bring in a linebacker. It sounded like to me they were talking with Josie Jules Camp. Maybe now the Josie Jules Camp is asking for a little bit more than the Broncos want to pay before free agency. They want to see how it kind of plays out and what the other options look like. Good for him. Yep, good mm -hmm. for him. I really hope he gets that bag. He just had a second kid. Uh, former zero star recruit from Decorah, Iowa. Uh, go Hawks, man. I love Josie. Yeah, he, he's a free agent. He has that right. He, I don't shouldn't. think his market's going to be that great uh, as an inside linebacker coming off a season-ending injury, even if it wasn't a leg injury. Uh, yeah. I don't think his, his market's going to be huge. So would he be willing to take a little less to not move and stay in Denver with all the excitement? Probably. How much I, less? I don't know. Um, the wind says yeah. Minnesota. Ed Donatel oh, loves yeah, him yeah. and he's close he to Minnesota. You mentioned that one before. That makes sense. Yeah. And Brandy Buckner coming in. Welcome, Brandy. Hello, Brandy. So I cannot wait to see Russ play now, improve our offensive line, play now, improve our offensive line, bring Bonhomme, and our team will be complete. 
Yeah. We, there's been a lot of talk about Vaughn coming back, and, and a lot of it is coming from Vaughn. Vaughn. <laughs> God, amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think Vaughn is Vaughn's always a hype guy. You know, he's going to you could have somebody come in and you could be wearing the world's ugliest sweater. And he's going to say, dude, that's the coolest thing I ever saw in my life. Let's go out there. We're going to have a great night. You know, that's that's Vaughn's personality. You got to have a hype man out there. We'll see if it actually comes to fruition. It sounds like Rams are going to get first crack at him um, to retain him. Uh, We'll see. Either way, Vaughn Miller. Chandler Jones, et cetera, et cetera. Broncos are going to be aggressive in bringing in an edge rusher because they have to. Um, Bradley Chubb, you can't rely on him. Malik Reed is a backup at best, you know, a situational pass rusher type. Uh, Steven Weatherly is a free agent. Maybe they bring him back for cheap if they can flip Malik Reed for a, you know, six round pick or something like that. Cause considering he's an RFA and Jonathan Cooper, I like Jonathan Cooper doesn't really have the size or athletic profile um, to keep people. He's a rookie. Oh, he's going to keep getting better every year. He's already pretty developed with his hands and he's not an athletic freak. I think you're probably, I don't think there's much more uh, room to grow for Jonathan Cooper. So you need to bring in an edge rusher. And, and I love people like Vaughn because I'm such a cynic. Yeah. You know, I've, I've tried not to put that onto my kids. I'm like, you'll figure out later that people can be bad. Yeah. We're, I'm not going to put that on you. Um, yeah. And because, you know, you see people like that sometimes and you're like, man, this person's such a phony. Wait a minute. Crap. Yeah. He really is that nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I love him now. Okay, I'm sorry. I had that, that my my cynicism. He really is that nice. Jacob coming in with the more stars. Jacob, you rock. Again, I know you're going to – now it's just like become a thing for him. Now he's like, I'm never going to ask a question because they, they want me to now. They put me on the spot. It's a so bit. Anything you need from us, Jacob, you let us know. You've been a, a big supporter of the show, and we, we, uh, we love you for it. Yeah, absolutely. I also saw that uh... – here we go. Lawrence Rivera. There's a big one. I love the praise for Peyton, but still got to translate on the field, not just on paper. If we go own three at the beginning, the fans will be lost. I don't think the fans will be lost. I mean, what the Broncos started two and three with Peyton Manning, and then it was off to the races. Uh, got You got to play the full season. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, I want to succeed so bad, but it's just what I hear trash talking sites. That's the hate I see. And I'd like to make everyone aware. Uh, I agree there are haters, but sometimes there are good points. Not even I can argue differently. Give them to me, Lawrence. I will argue differently yeah, because there's, uh, there's doubts. We'll, of we'll argue all of them. There, there are doubts. Okay. He's coming off an injury. Is he going to be the same guy? Did you give up too much? Yeah. Uh, all those are questions, but I will, I am, I'm going to judge now based on the information mm-hmm. we have and saying this was a brilliant freaking move. Mm-hmm. If it fails, I'm going to say, listen, I was wrong. We were wrong. At the time, I thought it was a brilliant freaking move. I'm not going to change how I grade this deal based on hindsight because right now it makes a ton of sense. The risk, you know, that Chad says it all the time and I get it from uh, the girl next to the movie, the girl next door. Is the juice worth the squeeze? Well, right now you got a a big old lemon you're squeezing. You know, you're Mm -hmm. making lemonade. So, you know, hopefully for sure. So uh, Trevor coming in. Thank you, Trevor. You know who else is coming in with much even bigger coffee? Now I can I can get the, the bigger size? Is Mark again. Said it headed to Dallas to pick up the wife at the airport. I'll be listening, but can't participate. Appreciate you both. Well, we appreciate you. Drive safely. Uh, glad you're, hopefully your wife gets home safely and all that type of stuff. And I hope she knows, uh, or maybe that she doesn't know, uh, that you're, you're such a big help to our show. So appreciate you, Mark, and, and be safe out there. Yeah, absolutely. U.S. Dave, everyone getting so far ahead of themselves. How many Lombardies are we projected to win? Not one, not two, not three, not four. Um, No, it's going to be, well, it'll be fun. Uh, We'll see. The thing is, the Broncos are in the conversation now. They have a good enough quarterback. Your your chances are better than they were a week ago. 
Yep. You answered the first, it's a, I don't know if you guys are, anybody in here does any coding or anything, but really it's a, it's a stop function um, where it's a yes, no, you do not proceed. Do the Broncos have a good enough quarterback before? Sorry guys. It, anybody out there, it was probably no stop. Good luck. We'll see you next year. Answer that question next year. Now it's, do the Broncos have a good enough quarterback? I would say yes. Um, now the next question is the infrastructure around the quarterback. And I'm laughing so hard at all these people. Oh, what a bold move by the Broncos to get the third best quarterback in the AFC West. You're talking about a guy who's a top eight, 10 quarterback in the league. I'm sorry that you have Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert in your division, but yeah. you have a good enough quarterback. Now it comes down to what you do around that yeah. guy to maximize them. The, the, I don't care the top the two best. guys didn't make it past the AFC championship game. Yeah, you know, there you go. So, and and again, I, I think there's an argument for any one of the three. I do. Um, mm -hmm. Not like before with Aaron Rodgers and back-to-back -back MVPs. I I don't. It's yep. maybe maybe Mahomes yep. and maybe Rodgers. Okay, yep. I, I'd go with the back-to-back -back MVP personally. Hundred uh, percent. But I wouldn't argue with you if you like Mahomes. Mahomes is a magician, but yeah. Herbert's not in that conversation just yet. He's not. As much as I like Josh Allen, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. On any given day, yes, but across 17 seasons, across a a a, a four-game possible playoff run, not yet. Yep. So again, yeah, we got whatever. Trevor there's there's going to be hot takes out there. I, I'm not yeah. changing again. This could all blow up. It could. There's no certainties. I don't have a crystal ball. Can I get my Rich Eisen thing? That was funny. I, I hope my <laughs> I hope McDaniel's works down in uh, down in Miami. My, Miami. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope he works I in Miami. Of... It's one of those again. You know, it's fun now as long as you're, you yeah. know, winning. Otherwise, it's honeymoon phase. Know, yeah. So, um, but it does. Um, Trevor, Nick, real do you quick, see them getting Trey McBride, uh, the the tight end from Colorado State in the second round. If he's there at 64, I think you have to consider it. That being said, if you look historically, Russell Wilson has not been a quarterback who has maximized the tight end position. Um, so I don't think everybody's like, oh, we lost Noah Fant. Now we have to go out there and pay big money for a tight end or draft a tight end early. No, no, no. You do I'm not have to with that do argument that. And Calvin Ridley and a wide receiver. No, just because you lost somebody doesn't mean you didn't have holes before. You know, I've got a hole here and now I have a new hole here. Well, I still have this hole over here that I have to fill first. That's yeah. more important than the tight end. Yes, absolutely. And also the thing when you're bringing in Russell Wilson, it makes Noah Fant more expendable because, and as good as Noah Fant is, he's probably more valuable elsewhere when you don't have Russell Wilson as your quarterback. Yes, you'd rather have good players at every single position, but historically, Noah Fant has not been the, or excuse me, uh, Russell Wilson has not maximized the tight end position in comparison to the vertical down the field explosive plays that you're getting from the wide receivers on the boundary. I'm really curious to see what it looks like with the RPO heavy offense and the quick pass game hasn't typically been Russell Wilson's forte, but with Nathaniel Hackett, a lot of the quick pass game is outside the numbers still. So I think it's going to be a little different, um, but you don't have to force a tight end there. It's just, it's not a position where he is a uh, Russell Wilson has maximized it. And you probably are getting more value on return trading Noah Fant in this scenario than you are what he's doing here with uh, Russell Wilson. So you could bring in a tight end. That's fine. I think it's much more of a day three pick where you're bringing in somebody who you really like as a blocker to help you in those 12 personnel situations, but you don't have to go out there and, you know, bend over backwards to get a tight end. It's just, it's just not happening. All right. Ethan coming in with the threes and uh, I'm with you on this. Three is my number, you know, yep. three, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> three is my number. Uh, how about I'm getting a fourth rounder back again? To pull this off and remain relatively cap neutral, 
yeah. and have all of this flexibility, plus getting a fourth rounder in a draft where you could get an interior offensive lineman that could help, that could get an inside linebacker that could help yeah. to find another wide receiver for depth uh, with a fourth rounder. It's just, again, masterclass. This yep. was a George Payton masterclass. Will it blow up? Maybe. Again, yeah. there are no sure things in life. This, if I'm grading this, A+. plus, No doubt in my mind. Yep. It's a swing they had to take. Um, there is no drafting a quarterback this year. You're talking about, oh, maybe Malik Willis is a top 10 quarterback two years from now. Well, guess what? Your core has phased out by then. Um, so you need to be running the next three years. And here we are. Your window starts today. You have holes. No doubt you lost some draft capital and some good players. I still don't really understand the Shelby Harris part of the trade really for Seattle, but that's uh, we can talk about that later. Um, but um, I read yeah. it on theirs and they had a big need and at that spot, yeah. Um, you know, and maybe that's the, the, the contract they had to take on. That was George Payton's insistence. It um, you know, he's a, he's a good player, you know, yeah. he, get motivated again and come play out there. He can help him for sure. Yeah. He, uh, just for the contract wise and the age, I don't understand anything besides giving them competency this season, but the Seahawks are probably a team that should be bouncing off the floor this year. Um, but we'll see. Uh, Dakota Marquez coming in $5 over on YouTube. Thank you so much, Dakota. From the bottom of the AFC West to Danger Russ, Broncos country, blessed. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dakota. It's going to be a lot of fun this year. I cannot wait for hanging out with you guys after the games. Um, it would be heck of a lot of fun. We're going to have so much fun leading up to it too. The hype's going to be real. It's not going to be this, oh, maybe any, something could happen because you never know. The future's not written yet. Anything could happen. Now you have a priors that you can lean on that say, this isn't just, you know, hopes and dreams. This is a potential reality that we have coming in front of us now. So it's going to be a lot of fun. God, the AFC West games are going to be incredible too. I can't wait. Uh, Vincent coming in here, $20, flashing orange on us. Thank you so much, Vincent. Um, what happens when Wilson goes down in the first two games with an injury? Everyone knock on wood. Vincent, what are you doing? You gave us $20, so I have to read it, but don't say that. Um, who will back him up? Right now, the Broncos don't have a backup quarterback, but free agency hasn't even started yet. So uh, we'll find out here soon enough. Um, I think the Broncos will draft a quarterback day three at some point in this cycle to get a young cost-controlled guy that uh, they want to maybe develop, uh, maybe a Clint Kubiak project of sorts, um, especially because Russell Wilson probably not going to need that much coaching development wise, you know, for the the skills side of things. So um, they'll probably bring in a quarterback there and I'm guessing they'll bring in a cheap guy as well in uh, free agency. It brings me back to Tom Moore, former longtime offensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts, who uh, the press asked him, Hey, Peyton Manning's getting every single rep in practice. Why aren't you giving the back, uh, the backups any reps? And Tom Moore essentially said, listen, that guy's our franchise. If he goes down, it doesn't matter anyway. We're not going anywhere. So this guy's going to get all the reps. I don't Jim Sorgi. You want Jim Sorgi taking reps from Peyton Manning? No, dumb. So are you interested in playing Kellen Mond behind Kirk Cousins? No, I've seen him. You know, most teams are in this position, Vincent. Yeah. If their starter goes down, they're screwed. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of them take up a quarter of their salary cap. Uh, they've poured multiple resources in trying to get the guy. Uh, if their starter goes down, they're in trouble. That's just the risk you take. Does that mean you shouldn't take the risk? No, no. It doesn't. You, you, you gotta gotta try and go out there. And let me let me catch up on some of our Facebook friends. I'm so far sure. behind that I'm losing them here. Okay. So let me let me uh, let me catch up on some of our Facebook guys. Like Travis, they know where he left our Broncos in great shape. Peyton was a home run hire, uh, without a doubt. You know, I saw some of the you know got Vaughn, got Peyton, uh, got Peyton. You know, the, the Elway Elway's legacy is secure uh, with the Denver Broncos, without a doubt. Yeah. No, and that's. 
that's the thing too, that we really want to give credit to for Elway here is while he didn't get the quarterback position right after Peyton Manning, he never put them in a situation where they were losing their flexibility. Um, I would say the worst one is probably the case Keenum deal because they paid for mediocrity. Um, and that one kind of hurt a bit, but is what it is. Um, we got Lawrence coming in saying, should Russ wear 12 for how many QBs we had, uh, before before him. him? Um, (laughs) you know, 12 is a, uh, 12 is a good number, but I don't think it's a good one for Denver. I hope he wears that three. Also, then everybody with their lock jerseys can just take that uh, name patch That's off what Albert back. did last night. He's mm-hmm. got Wilson. I don't know if you, you got to see, but Albert Knoppers yeah. already has his yeah. Wilson across the back of his three yeah. jerseys. So and We already showed Peter this one, but thank you, Trevor. from Cambodia. Uh, Peter, the, with the time changes, Peter was sleeping through all this, which was kind of funny. Uh, it's nice to wake up to. I said, ironically, I woke up to it too because I was asleep when Chad called me. He's like, can you go live now? I'm like, who is this? What day is it? What year is this? Russell Wilson. Um, th- I'm awake, baby. I'm awake. <laughs> this is a dream. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. I wanted to give a shout out to uh, our Broncos for Broncos country ladies here. Mile high huddle ladies. Hattie coming in head coach in the gym was probably from the Washington commanders talking about the uh, trade there for once. Yeah. God, thank you. <laughs> That's thank- a great shout. Hattie, yeah. that is a great shout. He, uh, the guy that turned him down after you offered three first rounders and half your franchise and he turned him down. Ah, he wasn't that good anyway. My yeah. daughter's team, sorry to interrupt you, Nick, but that she she got me with that one. My no. daughter's uh, softball team, they've got 12 teams in the league. It's a big park. And they're allowed to name their own teams. And one of the team names is Sour Grapes. And that's what, you know, the Washington Sour Grapes. I, I don't know if we should call them the commies or the Sour Grapes. I'm okay with either. I am. I am. Uh, the- Great shout, Hattie. Thank you for coming in and participating. Yeah, the Washington Laughing Stocks. That's a... Maybe I don't know. the Washington clowns, uh, Nathan coming in $5 again. Colts now have the most cap space after shipping West, uh, Wentz to Washington. They missed out on Russ, Matt Ryan to the Colts. Um, that one makes sense for me. The issue is the Colts don't have a first round pick this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, uh, I think that, I mean, God, that would be a great, great fit for Matt Ryan. I really, actually, I hope it, no, I don't hope it happens because I don't need another quality quarterback in the AFC. Um, but, uh, for Matt Ryan's sake, um, that would be a great fit for him. Good offensive line, good run game can come in and run the offense pretty, pretty quickly. I am curious with how much RPO uh, the Colts have used, what that looks like with Matt Ryan, but um, he's a smart, competent quarterback. He'd be, he'd be a good fit there. I just don't know what the, uh, maybe yeah, so- it's less, maybe it's less trade capital and the Colts, you know, toss them some cash for some, uh, some cap rooms and get the books right. The Colts don't have a first, but now they've got, Let's see. They've got five picks in the top 150 now, too. So do you send me a second? You send me your 42 and your 2023 first for Matt Ryan? I'm listening. Yeah, I'm listening. Again, the problem is with Matt Ryan, if they don't extend him beforehand or if they don't do this, if they do this before June, mm-hmm. it's a $50 million dead cap hit. Um, you're throwing in the towel, and I don't know if they've got the stomach for it. I really don't. Um, they, the Philly did it with Washington with, uh, last year with Wentz, you know, just eat it. And now they got three first round draft picks and they're cooking with gas. Yeah. Yes, please. I've already written off the 2023 season for the Atlanta Falcons. Quit the slow bleed. Okay, great. You're out there trying to rebuild your roster one player at a time. And now you're seven and 10 again. Yeah. Yay. Playing really bad football. No, thanks. Um, Travis coming in, uh, going back to offense tackle, bo- tackle. What about Laramie Tunsil or Chukwuma Korafor? Uh, Chooks makes some sense. He's still really young. Um, good mover. 
I think he's actually a good fit for the outside zone scheme. We'll see what his market is like. He's never been great. I would be a little bit skeptical to pay him big money because he's young and ascending. You know, it's like, oh, he's got the size. He's young. He's got athleticism. Let's toss him top 10 offensive right tackle money. Ooh, he hasn't done it yet. That's uh, that's a little scary to do. I um, mean, sometimes people make stupid moves at uh, the tackle spot because they're desperate. Hello, Jawan James. Hello, Menelik Watson. Um, Oh, man, right tackle for Broncos have been has been a whoopee cushion, so to speak. Uh, Laramie Tunsil, he interests me a bit, but man, you are talking. I don't know. A, uh, I think the Texans are probably looking for a first round pick back. Broncos don't have that. And also, are you moving Garrett Bowles to right tackle? I'm I would be OK with that, but I think probably there are other options out there. I'm actually, honestly the guy I have uh, circled right now that I'm watching with uh, bated breath frothing at the mouth a little bit is uh Lael Collins at the Cowboys. Cowboys are in some cap trouble. Um, I know their offensive line is one that they're looking to improve upon, but his contract is pretty hard for them to swallow. Don't pay running backs, big long-term deals. Folks, Zeke Elliott is pretty much killed <laughs> that Cowboys roster, that contract of his, he's worse than uh, their backup running back right now. Honest to God, uh, whose name is escaping me. Really good player from Memphis. Um, but, but Lael Collins is one to keep an eye on as well. And Akora Four played at two point two million last year, which was a big raise for him. Yeah. Six to seven million at right tackle. You know, you're, you're tripling his money now. I don't want him to go from two to eighteen, but I, I would definitely pick up the phone and and see what his agents is. his agents might say. Listen, he's he's getting offers of ten right now. Okay, well, call us back if you want to talk six. Mm-hmm. And Phil, appreciate the stars, my friend. Thanks, Phil. We had some more supers coming in too. Uh, you guys have been killing it today. If you guys haven't done so yet, make sure that you hit the uh, like button on the way. And we're at 60, which is incredible. Four, it says 418. And remember, uh, those are just Facebook. Just Facebook. Only the Facebook likes come through. So someone will have to tell us. I think we're, we're at 80. YouTube. So we're at over 140 overall likes. Hell yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ethan, again. I uh, told you the commanders were desperate at quarterback, Scott. Wentz, yikes. Oh, man. <sighs> Think, I mean, think there's an alternate reality out there. That's where, a punishment. Yeah. You know, I mean, the Indianapolis Colts don't like Carson Wentz. Like, Irsay wouldn't even talk to him on the way out. They're like, we don't want to clear the air. Just get rid of his butt. Yeah. And if I don't like somebody, you know where I'm going to send them? Washington. Washington. Yeah. So they got a, a couple second-round picks. They got a second-round pick. They got a couple picks out of it. But you know what else they got? They got $28 million off their cap. Washington's picking up the entire bill. Yeah. So... <clears throat> they flushed a first round draft pick down the toilet, but got decent quarterback play from him this year. 27 and seven is not bad uh, for touchdowns, interceptions, decent play. It mm-hmm. cost them. They took a swing. It cost them one first round pick uh, in the, let's see, where are they picking about 19, you know, in the teens? Yeah, that hurts. That stings a little bit, but uh, now he's gone clean slate. And I got $28 million back. My God. Yeah. You know, I'm absolutely. so used to watching the Falcons bargain shop. I'd be real interested to see what they could do with $28 million. They'd turn that into seven players, eight players. Yeah, Salt they did with $3 million in Cordero Patterson. Of course, yeah. I also saw, well, no, that wasn't, that wasn't, Dante Fowler was Dimitrov, so that was a mistake. Yeah, well, it's maybe Dante Fowler is a Bronco for cheap, one-year deal. I think you're going to see a lot of mercenary type of contracts coming in here for the Broncos, and Peyton's been a good businessman, sure to date. So we'll see what happens. Glenda Lee, so much new energy. Absolutely. Thank you so awesome. much for joining us, Glenda, uh, over on Facebook. Always want to shout out our Mile High Huddle ladies in here. Uh, Travis um, coming in. I don't know if Vaughn is teasing a return, but I'm all for him coming back and being the role. Where was? Wouldn't mind Bobby Wagner as well. I think Bobby Wagner is probably going to get a bigger deal than the Broncos are looking to spend at the off-ball linebacker spot. Again, talking with somebody yesterday um, connected to the Broncos organization. 
it does sound like the Broncos are actually feeling okay about the combination of Baron Browning, Jonas Griffith, and Micah Kaiser. They'll bring in another body somewhere in the draft um, or in free agency as well, but they're going to be much more comfortable with what the roster looks like currently at that second level of the defense for the linebackers um, than the fans are. And that's okay with me. Um, now that the Broncos have a quarterback, I need to find a new shtick. Um, it can't just be, you know, if you don't have a top 10 quarterback, you're toast. We're not toast anymore, guys. We're a nice croissant or something. Um, well, a nice loaf of cinnamon raisin bagels with real butter. They're Ooh, nice. There you go. I always loved it with a strawberry cream cheese, with a cinnamon raisin weird combination. Um, but my mom put me on it really good. But now my uh, my new bit is uh, the off-ball linebacker doesn't matter. JJ, um, it doesn't made matter. Me laugh. JJ made me laugh with this one. Scott's veins pop out of his head when asked dumb questions. Usually when I'm responding to other, because, you know, we don't answer a ton. of We don't get a lot of dumb questions in here, at least no. not the ones that we show. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, you'll, you'll get me fired up every once in a while for sure. Yeah. Uh, for sure on this. Uh, that, that You made me laugh on that one, Jay. Yeah, and we got Mark Anthony coming in. I always love the picture of the pup rocking the uh, Bronco uh, bandana as well. I got my pup here next to me in the kennel. He's being he's being mostly good. Sometimes he gets a little nervous and looks on his paws. I wish he wouldn't do that so much. Summit, leave it. David, coming in with some stars. <laughs> Appreciate you, David. David, and David, I don't think we got to get to all of yours yesterday. Um, yeah. I don't know. We had over 100 in, in 60 minutes last night, different ones, so we tried to combine some. Um and, and I promise you, we will remember, we'll make it up to you over the course of the next duration that we'll be on air. So thank, thank you for the support. We certainly appreciate you. Here, uh, put, keep going, Scott. I'm looking up a uh, data point right now. Okay, Retro Rob. That feels new. Where, where are you, Retro Rob? Nine minutes ago would be 17. Where are you, Retro Rob? Here you are. Come in. That feels like a new name for me. Do we, do we know Retro Rob? We do now. So uh, appreciate you coming in. And 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 supporting the show and and see Patrick Havner also coming in with some stars, and sometimes I miss some of these as I'm scrolling down. Um, and, and David, going back to the uh, the question of you know your quarterback going down, the bigger question is who do you put in if Pookie and Mike Boone go down? No, no, no. You lose Russell Wilson, just pack it in. <laughs> yeah, pass it. I, I, if I got my choice on that, I'd much rather. Uh, I'd much. I don't want anybody getting hurt but I'll replace a running back faster than a starting quarterback. Yeah, hundred percent. You can find running backs. Um, Broncos are going to bring in a running back somewhere um, in free agency or the draft, but uh, you're talking about getting pretty far down the line. I mean, we could do that for every position. What happens if Jerry, Judy, Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick and KJ Hamler get hurt? Uh Oh, like, you know, at that point, uh, sorry, football gods uh, were angry at you for something. Maybe they're angry at the Broncos for uh, circumventing quarterback hell like other teams. I mean, gosh, you got the, uh, the Cleveland Browns yesterday, apparently making a pretty big offer for Kyler Murray, supposedly, allegedly. That's a team that's been in quarterback purg purgatory since Bernie Kaiser was their quarterback. I mean, God, um, we got the, oh man, Noah Fant in the thumbnail. Yeah, yeah we're making a change. Uh, I said, I, I had Ethan send me a picture so I can put DWI guys picture in our banner. But no, I, I, did, wants put request, I did put in a request for, uh, for Pookie and Russell Wilson, because if you haven't seen it, <clears throat> um, there's a, a nice graphic going around on our on our Twitter that Nick and I were tagged on. I think we liked. You might be able to find it uh, of uh, of some of the new Russell Wilson imagery, and it's really good. I'll pull it up here if I get a minute. Yeah, no, absolutely. But the Broncos, uh, a lot of cap space, so we're gonna be it's gonna be excited to see what happens. We are approaching uh, the one hour mark here, so make sure you guys get in your questions if you have them. Tina Fairchild helped me out here. It was Tony Pollard, the Dallas running back? Yeah, he is uh, 
Really liked him coming out. Explosive, really good back for them. Elliott's fine. I mean, you really like the running backs that force teams into cover three or seven guys in the box, which Elliott does that better than Tony Pollard. Some of that has to do with why, why is Elliott's efficiency down? Well, it's, he's forcing the opposing defense to play differently than Tony Pollard is. And Tony Pollard then gets more space to create explosive runs, but really good running back. Maybe the, maybe the Cowboys would have been better going back to the well in the draft, getting another big bold bulging running back and a pairing him with Pollard. I digress. Yeah, appreciate the stars, Tina. Uh, yeah, thank you, Tina. Yeah, also, thank she, you very much. Not only not only she helping the show, she's helping the show. So thank yeah. you very much. Uh, she also says, "Would love the Broncos to snag Sky Moore in the third, as would I." Um, I'm not expecting Sky Moore to be there. I think he's going to be in the uh, the fifty. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's hilarious. Glenda Lee comes in and says, "You two look ten years younger today. Good times ahead." I have gotten like four consecutive nights of sleep after starting. Usually when I get a head cold slash sinus infection, it's the first couple of days that are the worst. So I'm feeling much better. You know, and I got my smash day, even though the crap news is coming from England right now, um, which we won't get into unless I'm asked specifically. Uh, it is match day. So I'm, match day always gets me excited. Yeah, as it should. Uh, good football, a lot of fun. Um yeah, no, I definitely feel much better. I don't know if I need to look 10 years younger. Um, that would mean I'm getting kicked out of bars, not even carded. Like, that's definitely a fake. Um, I, look, that's- I look 10 years younger until I take off my glasses. And it's like, oh, yeah, he is his age. His eyes are rough. <laughs> Scott looks really good for an 82-year-old, guys. You guys need yeah, to make I sure. I always say that. Don't ever lie younger, ever. Yeah. Man, if I told you I was 35, you'd be like, man, you look like hell. I look pretty good for 72. You know, I'm holding up pretty well absolutely yeah, you are man you look great if i said it's, i was 35 you'd be like dude you rode hard and put up wet absolutely we got salvi nation coming in 333 that's a theme today loving it um we got uh good morning broncos nation scott horrible psg number three all day oh yeah, the psg if you don't know oh my goodness we're gonna have to come back to this but if the the Falcons think that PSG is a bunch of chokers. If you want to talk about watching a poor team piss away leads on the biggest stages, Paris Saint-Germain is just epically bad at that. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. Not great at all. Um, Scott, go ahead. Take the lead on this one. Ethan coming in with all the threes. So listen, I told you three was a big, and, and I'm going to, we'll get a little personal on this one. I was born on the third. I was the third grandchild on both sides of the family. My first house apartment that I owned was a three, was number three. I got married on the third. I quit drinking on the third 20-something years ago. Three is my number. We win the Champions League when a sponsor is three. Three is my guy, Dale Murphy, number three. You know who else is my guy? Ethan, DWI guys, three, 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 three on the Super today. Keeping the lights on with the threes trifecta. So I feel like the TFARF, the trade for Aaron Rodgers fund, helped us get Wilson. I'm not going to argue with you. I'll take it. Worked out yeah. even better. What's on tap for the Monday draft show? Maybe I should start a Chelsea fund. <laughs> They're for sale. You're going to have to buy it from the English government because they've been seized by the UK government. For those of you who are fans of government overreach. Yeah, I'm pissed. Um Monday draft show. What is on tap? You know what? I'm gonna we're gonna have to figure out what I can use as a a tracker, Nick, that will show up well here for people watching, and then we'll go through and we'll run through maybe three rounds. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll speed we'll speed the first, um, and we can go back and look at it. But we'll run through maybe we'll run through three or four rounds or up through that 150 pick. We can do that on Monday for sure. 
Yeah, um, no, absolutely. And, and I think Wednesday the draft, and then we can talk about who's available and who we would take, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Ethan, you rock, man. Just, yeah, just you. awesome. And um, glad everybody's uh, getting safe over there in, uh, in in your part of Europe for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And also shout out again, Salvi Nation. Thank you for the three thirty three super as well over on YouTube. Uh, Huana three thousand coming in. Isn't the sun shining a little brighter lately? It has been. Um, no doubt about that. The the clouds have departed. I think it's going to rain like crazy this weekend. I'm going to be in and at work working in my office anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, but uh, yes, the sun has been brighter. There's been a little bit more pep in my step. The coffee's a little bit uh, richer. It's empty. Um, I started early. Yeah, I've been walking on cloud nine. And you know what part of it is? It's just the, it's fun. We could, God, we could sit it on here a hundred times. God, I cannot wait till we stop having to debate the potential of a, of quarterbacks who, quite frankly, I don't fully believe in um, based on priors, but uh, I I'm bought in now. I believe we can argue about offense tackle versus edge rusher versus another defensive back. It's the fun stuff. Now it's, it's go, the, go the find details. A Seattle Seahawks podcast to argue about drew lock <laughs> in the chat. Yeah. Have at it. There are God. other places. I don't care anymore. He's <laughs> not our problem anymore. Yeah. Uh, David Camello coming in here. David, uh, shout out to David. Always enjoy our conversations on Twitter. David has his own show as well. Going to be on his show at some point coming up here. I don't remember the exact date. Forgive me, David. Uh, the talk edge rushers. Now I can talk about it carefree. I was actually a little bit of a in a sad space because I absolutely loved See, Trevon Chelsea. Walker. Chelsea is carefree. That's like their motto. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean you know I, I support the boys in blue. That's my team in the EPL. Um, but uh, I was actually a little bit bummed post combine because you know I had uh, heart eyes for Trevon Walker. And uh, now there's talk that he could go as high as number two overall. I've even heard some buzz that, hey, maybe the uh, watch out for the Jaguars paying Teron Armstead big money, kicking Cam Robinson over at right tackle and going Trevon Walker at number one overall. It's like, holy, believe, I mean, that's the level of athlete that he was at the combine, which is insane, but uh, not coming at nine anymore. <laughs> um, David Cromwell, thoughts on Broncos signing Emmanuel Agba. I really like Emmanuel Agba. If his contract is not too expensive, I'm game. He is twitchy he is super explosive and long he is an oddity because he was the 32nd overall pick but that was the second round because the patriots forfeited forfeited their pick that season it's curse or curse you bill belichick and you cheat, cheating son of a gun um but i i like agba i think he's an interesting player i'm not looking to pay him top 15 edge rusher money which i think he might get given he still has i think he's at his prime right now and still has some good years left in his prime um but he he does interest me a good bit i i think if you don't get your uh Zedaria Smith, Demarcus Lawrence, if they become available, the likes of Von Miller, Chandler Jones, Jadavion Clowney has been a name the Broncos have been linked with as well. Agba makes some sense down the line. 28 years old, seven and a half million last year. Uh, he'll be due for a raise. Uh, he was good. Sure. Malcolm Diego coming in. So let's go Broncos Nation from the Bahamas. Oh. And uh, they, they, they appreciate the sentiment. They do like being called Broncos Country. Uh, actually, type in broncoscountry.com and let me know where it takes you. I made Chad buy it. It was available. Really? Yeah. Broncos country. I was like, listen, I looked it up. It was like for sale. I'm like, dude, you buy this. He did. So broncoscountry.com takes you to mile high huddle. Wow. That was a Scott. You better get a piece of the pie for that one. That was a good call. <laughs> that's that's business. Um, That's a business. No, John Clay Evington coming in 1999. Good morning, gents. Waking up in the bright future of our be beloved Broncos. Hope is now eternal. Peyton is a genius general manager yeah gosh i mean 
it's so funny because we I mean, I was in a pit, after the Aaron Rodgers stuff. I don't know if you guys are following me on Twitter. I was in the pit of despair. It's like, oh, they're going to try to sell me Jimmy Garoppolo versus Drew Locke. I'm going to be hiking on Sundays because I cannot take that for my mental health. Um, But uh, now it's Russell Wilson. God, it's going to be incredible. Um, I'm really excited. I hope. And also, this is inevitable because this is how fans are. Soon we're going to forget how frustrating the last six years were. And we're going to be at each other again, frustrated about something. Yeah something you know Russ isn't going to throw four touchdowns and no interceptions every game he's yes. gonna struggle he's gonna yep. have his bad games he's going to but again with a 17 game season this is more like baseball now i'm telling you i mean it's yep. marathon it's it's win enough to get into the playoffs and then yep. and then get right that that's the way it, it's turning into 100 you know, 10 and 6 is your top baseball team yep and this is becoming closer to baseball where you go 11 and 5 you know win enough you're going to drop five that you'll be like, maybe one of those where you're outplayed. And some of those you're like, how do we lose to this team? Um, you know, one of the, I can't remember who it was. Was it the Bengals or somebody that lost? It was the Bills, lost to the Jaguars, mm-hmm. you know, but come Nine to time three. to get it right. They got it right. Yep. They got it right. John Clay, awesome. Uh, morning to you as well. Glad you could wake up. It's a, it's a fun time. This is going to be a fun offseason. I can't wait for, for spring practice. You know, yeah. for OTAs, it's going to be uh, standing room only type crowds. Yep, hundred percent. And with things kind of uh, entering a post sick bug world, um, or whatever the new normal, whatever just, it is. Yeah, I have been sicker this past two months than I have in the last two years. Scott, you've been sick since birth. It's it's in the head, but uh, no, <laughs> I'm not me too. Talking in the head. Oh, that doesn't okay. count. I mean, actually, ill. Well, isn't yeah, it in the head technically? Up I mean, either, did it physically? Like, uh, no. Uh, Michael Ronquillo, great show today, guys. For Broncos for breakfast, Nick and Scott, go Broncos. Thank you so much, Michael. Big supporter of the show. Travis also a big supporter of the show. Travis, I'm a little bit. I do want to apologize because uh, I did like to talk Devin Lloyd there, and I was hopefully actually at some point maybe even going to say Devin Lloyd only ran a four seven. I don't care if he falls to pick 25, 28. Maybe the Broncos should trade up for him and go get him. Um, that's not happening now from pick 64. It's going to be okay. He's going to have fun. Um, but Travis, Travis, don't forget to hit- Travis is also shilling for us too. You know, don't forget to smash the like button, share and subscribe. Absolutely. Uh, yes, sir. Scott's over 30. Yeah, I am. I am. The bad part was, is I, I said to Lance and Eric, I'm like, y'all are closer to my age, right? They're like I'm 30. I'm 31. How come I look better than you two? Come on, boys. Get out in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a little clean living here. No, I yeah. uh I'm uh I am I'm I'm 49. So I've already poured two months into this year because my birthday's January 3rd, again, three, beginning of the year. And uh 49 is kind of a purgatory where you're like, all right, the countdown is now on. There's no hiding 50. I was okay with 40, but 50. I'm an old guy, I can start. Maybe I should stop acting like a 14-year-old when I turn 15. <laughs> yeah. You reached your point of stagnation uh, maturity-wise, and that's okay. You can own it. As long as your wife's still loving you um, and your kids accept it, that's fine. My dad is not older than 12. Um, he hates alcohol. Nothing makes him happier in the world than a big, way too sugary drink of Kool-Aid. I mean, he's a, he's just a kid, for real. He's a, he's a child. Love him, get along. We're probably pretty close to the same age. I'm probably closer to his age than yours. Yeah, he's a... Uh... <laughs> He's a goober, but uh, the goober doesn't fall far from the tree. Casey <laughs> Mack coming in. Uh, sorry if this has been answered uh, already. Um, if you heard of Noah Shelby and Locke have passed their physicals, I haven't heard. Um, I'm assuming they have. Um, otherwise, there would be more news on that. But I have not heard the specifics on the physicals. I know that 
Noah was dealing with an ankle injury last year, but not to the extent where I don't think he passed a physical. Yeah, I don't I don't think they're expecting any problems. Um, I, I think we're just waiting on the 16th or 17th when they can announce the deal officially. Broncos yeah. first in the draft. He hasn't changed it. You haven't changed it yet. I know you're going to. I want 17 and 0 back. What about 21 and 0? I mean, come on. This is I, I think I go through mood swings. Broncos first in the draft is we're we're either 17 and 0 or by God, we're finishing dead last. Yeah. And and it is a new dawn and it's the Broncos sunrise fit your picture. Um, and again, you've been one of our first and early supporters. We're coming up on a year of doing this show. You've been with us from the beginning. Appreciate you being here. And uh, you're one of the reasons we are still here. So thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this one's for, for everybody. Like I said, have fun paying Wilson 50 million next year. I'm not going to be paying him anything. So uh, I will have fun. Thank you so much, Mike Thon. Yep. Uh, that's, and uh, if he, earned, if he yeah. earns it, so be it. You yeah. know, what's not fun is paying a guy 6 million and he stinks. That's no 100%. fun at all. You know what hasn't been fun for Broncos country the last six years? That hasn't been fun. So if yeah. he earns that contract and he's done a lot to earn it so far, I think people will, will, will celebrate it for sure. 100%. Jacob Foster coming back in for the support. Thank you so much, Jacob. It's great to see you. Um, we appreciate you, all the support that you have. Uh, Colin Wood coming in too. Our receivers may be a downgrade from what Russ is used to. DK Metcalf is really good, but he's also very specific at what he does. He's running nines on the boundary. He's not real, and he's okay on the cutback routes or the out routes or the digs, but he's such a, this is the thing in the combine. I don't know if you remember everybody freaking out about how big and fast he ran in a straight line and the explosives. And then he did the three cone and it's like, Oh, this guy turns like a battleship, um, which is, you know, that's fine for his role because you don't need a wide receiver to do every single thing, but he is specific in what he does. Um, Tyler Lockett. I really do like Tyler Lockett, but let's be honest with it. Um, his injuries have been an issue and he's reaching that point of his age where it's like, the speed, the twitch is probably questionable with the injuries, age catching up with him. Still really good. Um, I really like him a lot, but, you know, I don't know if I depend on him. And then if you guys remember talking about uh, Seattle and Russell Wilson's weapons, a few years ago, the guy who was this really good, talented, number three wide receiver for Russell Wilson in David Moore was on the Broncos for like two seconds. Um, it's like, oh, the Broncos paid the Seahawks former number three wide receiver. Maybe that's going to help the room. Yeah, he's not cutting it. See ya. We're going to wave you. You're not very good. Um compared to the starters. So maybe you're not going to get the top end of DK Metcalf level play, but I think the depth and the bevy of weapons that you have is going to matter a lot. Also, it's a dependent position. You guys are seeing this. We, uh, how good was Kenny Galladay with Matt Stafford? And then he went and played for the giants last year and couldn't do anything. Um, the explosion of Odell Beckham jr. With Matt Stafford versus what was going on with uh, Baker Mayfield there in Cleveland. Oh, Odell Beckham's juniors washed. He looked like he was going for 200 in that Super Bowl before he uh, had that horrible injury. So um, I would be the quarterback matters so much for the wide receivers production um, that I would be wait and see before I'm decreeing Seattle's weapons better than Denver's because we're going to we're going to find out uh, pretty quickly how they look with those quarterbacks. And if I stack up all the weapons, I like where the Broncos sit there. If I go Judy, Patrick Sutton, Javante, Okawebanam. I'm KJ okay Hamler, with my maybe. fourth and fifth option there, yeah. you know? So, uh, again, um, as JJ says, for the vein cream, great show, guys. You know what? I'll put them under these big, dark circles under my eyes. That's that's where I need it the most. Appreciate you, Jay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Also and got if that. I didn't show, okay, Casey Mack coming in. Go ahead. 
Yeah, Casey Mack coming back in. Thank you so much for your support, Casey. Uh, I thought I would make my thoughts known on this. It's been a while that I have been so excited for an upcoming Broncos season. Was let down when I learned when Rodgers wasn't coming here, but was jumping up and down when he came out. Yeah, I got it. I just, the wave of emotions was incredible uh, when that happened. Jerry Judy kind of exemplified it with his tweets, you know, the frown to the jubilation. Um, but uh, I am laughing so hard because I just picture Aaron Rodgers being this absolute narcissistic, you know, everybody pay attention to me kind of guy. Um, don't worry. I'm going to come on and announce on Pat McAfee show what my decision is. Doesn't do that. Um, he's just, I don't trust he him for one second. He never said that. I thought he did. No, he never said that. You guys. Like Let I me said, hate him, Scott. I don't care. Let me hate him. Okay. <laughs> you can hate him, but don't make stuff up. Now okay. you're going to sound like, you know, now you're going to sound like the quarterback conversation. I don't like no. revisionist history. You, well, you can hate him and say he he strung this along in Perth, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I can't prove that Denver. you're wrong on that. But again, him. all the Aaron Rodgers stuff is on guys like us. Yeah. It's on the media up there, you know, picking apart his latest tweets. This is what it means. He's going to make an announcement. He never said that. He said by March 16th, I want to have this done by free agency. He did. Yeah. Now he's got $50 million. So it's, you know, tough to tough to feel bad for the attention he's been getting. Good luck, uh, because if he doesn't win a Super Bowl in these next three years, the media is going to put him on a spike. Well, and 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 how much better can that team get now that you've eaten up their caps? They they have to clear more cap space in order to. Do that. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think. Like I said, I almost think it would have been better off. The best thing maybe for the Green Bay Packers would have been if he retired. Yeah. Anyway, yes. When you learn that Rodgers wasn't coming here, you're like, sure, of course they're going to stay. Wait, what? <laughs> Russell Wilson, because like I said at the very beginning, and, and you know, I mentioned my daughter's softball team is sour grapes. We have said since the very beginning, we can go back and say for next year, I'd rather have Aaron Rodgers. But overall, I'd rather have Russell Wilson because you can get six or seven years out of the guy and forget mm -hmm. about that position for a while and build everything around him. Yes, I would. I would have rather had Russell Wilson. This yeah. isn't hindsight saying it. This isn't me changing on it. Yeah, he's younger. He's good. <laughs> David coming in saying Justin Justin Fields about to tear a rod a new um, Heine. You know, I hope again. Uh, the y'all have heard me say it before. Who do I root for? I root for me. I was a big Justin Fields fan. I thought he should have gone number two overall last year. I want him to succeed for me. Yeah. Make me look good. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Clee making me laugh. Maybe Judy's true calling is as a writer. Uh, brevity is the soul of wit, right? As I say, um, and uh, just using emojis to write. That's brilliant. Um, Jacob Foster coming back in three times, yeah, man, Jacob, knocking awesome. on the door. Um, Jacob, and let's... you're awesome. And Travis, uh, let's see if I can find Travis in here. I got to scroll down a little bit. Y'all are killing it in the chat today. Uh, Travis coming with some more stars. Travis Tarbox. I have to separate. We've got lots of Travis's, lots of Andrews. Um, any word on Josie Jewell coming back? Yes, I'm biased. He's a Hawkeye like me. And, and uh, Nick touched on this a little bit earlier in the show, thinking that he's he's going to test free agency, see what his market value is going to be like. And I think he'd be willing to stay for a little bit less than what his market value might be like, but not a ton less. Yeah. And as Nick said, the Minnesota Vikings, keep an eye on the Vikes. Appreciate you, Travis. Yeah, that's a team that makes a lot of sense. I think the Broncos, there were confirmed rumors out there. I think Mike Kliss uh, put it out there that the Broncos and Josie Jules camp had been talking. No deal yet has come to fruition. I think that they're the Broncos are interested in bringing back Jewel, but Jewel is also wanting to see what the market looks like. So our, uh, our legal expert, the mile high huddle legal expert, and this is big. This is something we haven't even talked about. The news around the quarterbacks has been insane this week and we haven't even touched on this one. Yeah. 
that Deshaun yeah. Watson is a big day in court tomorrow. The grand jury tomorrow is is coming for Deshaun Watson. And as all attorneys know, a grand jury will indict a ham sandwich. Yeah, it's not a it's not a guilt, but they're basically saying, and correct me if I'm wrong on this because I probably am, but you know, we want to see a trial. Um, yeah. and, and the grand jury, we we want to see a trial and let it play out there. We're not going to be the ones responsible for throwing this thing out. Uh, which won't be good for Watson. If it's mm-hmm. if it's thrown out, it will be good for Watson. And then, goodness, the market for Deshaun Watson will be fire. Will be yep. fire. So we will see. Yep. And we got our resident uh, Seahawks fan coming in here, spitting a little bit of a uh, vitriol. I'd say, okay, I'll let you Broncos fan thinks you're going to be good end of the season when you don't win a Super Bowl. Who cares? You got Wilson. You know what? It's If you get into the playoffs and you have a good enough quarterback, you have a chance. Um, Wilson has been up and down. And obviously that Seahawks team was better when he was on a uh, rookie contract without Legion of boom and hanging off the ball to Marshawn Lynch. But it's not Russell Wilson's fault that the Seahawks traded two first round picks for Jamal Adams. It's not Russell Wilson's fault that the Seahawks drafted Jordan Brooks, who's been fine, but he's an off ball linebacker. How much impact does he actually have? It's not Russell Wilson's fault that the edge rushers and the cornerbacks for Seattle have been dreadful. It's not his fault that uh, the Seahawks just haven't built a very good team around him. Is he the best quarterback in the league? No, I, he's not. Is he a top 10 guy and gives you a chance? Yes. And if you get in the playoffs last year, what was, what was the seed for the, the Bengals? Were they the five seed? The six oh, they were seed? 10 and seven, weren't they? Yeah. 10 and seven got to the Super Bowl. The Rams were the fourth seed. Uh, they got to the Super Bowl and won it all. If you get in, you have a chance. And the Broncos definitely have a chance to get in with well, Russell. Wilson. Again, you start basically in August. Okay. In July for, for yeah. OTAs and all this type of stuff. So July, August, September, October, November, December. If I got six months of fun and it all goes up in smoke in one week in January, yeah. so be it. So be it. Because you know what wasn't fun last year? You know what wasn't fun the year before that? You know what wasn't fun the year before that? I could keep going. Yeah. Is the Denver Broncos play. You know? Yep. So if I get six months of excitement and fun and it you don't win a Super Bowl, oh no. Yep. Oh, oh my. Okay, well, we'll go again next year and we're gonna have fun doing it. Only one team wins. You know, yeah. we're acting like the people don't watch only if their team's going to win the Super Bowl. Let's have some perspective here, folks. Yeah, here we sour go. Sour grapes. The sour grapes of Murphy Candler. The Washington sour grapes. Yeah, absolutely. FC Donnelly, pretty sure it takes a team to win a Super Bowl. You need a quarterback to get a ticket to the dance, but after that, you need a team to take you home. Well, that's um, the fun part. We've been talking about that the, the Broncos have the team. They have the team. They didn't have the quarterback. What did they give up that hurt their team? So did you not think you had a good enough team to begin with? No. So an FC, you might be agreeing with us. It's a good team because like you're saying, it's not just on A-Rod can't get it done in the playoffs. It's a team game, man. I've seen Trent Dilfer win a Super Bowl. What does that mean? It means he had a good team because he wasn't a very good quarterback. Yep. hundred percent. Wyatt coming in here. I hope Jewel comes back. Give me some hope and reason to watch. Maybe the Broncos can bring back a long snapper, Casey Kreider from the university of Iowa. Who's uh, I think with the giants now. No, I actually met Casey's uh, sister a few times at the University of Iowa. Nice, nice girl. Um, name to keep out, keep, name to keep an eye on for the Broncos here. If you want to be uh, looking for your Iowa Hawkeye connection here, Wyatt, uh, Dane Belton, uh, safety from the University of Iowa. He played the star position, as the Hawkeyes call it. It's essentially the Broncos still want to live in a kind of base world, but they know that with all the spread going, or excuse me, the Hawkeyes, um, they want to have more defensive backs on the field. So instead of a will linebacker, they made that position a, an essential safety. So it's like a safety linebacker 
slot cornerback hybrid. Um, they have to be physical. They have to be able to tackle. They have to cover. They have to run. Dane Belton had five interceptions this last year. He tested extremely well at the combine. And uh, from my understanding, expect the Broncos to be a team that is on defense, a team that's trying to live in as much nickel and dime as possible. That means you need defensive backs who can wear multiple hats, playing in the box, playing in the slot, playing too deep. And Dane Belton's a guy who can do that. I think he's going to go round three. So keep an eye on Dane Belton if you're looking for your uh, Iowa Hawkeye connection. So, Nick, you have a better memory than me on this. They uh, upgraded the special teams coach position, but the specialists, except for Deontay Spencer, who's still there, by the way, right? Deontay Spencer's still under contract. I think, you know, he should be, you're you're looking to to bring in some new blood for, um, for the, for the return positions, but, you know, punter and kicker, you're in pretty good shape. And then, uh, and then the coordination coming off on coverages should improve just by osmosis basically they should improve because it'd be hard to get worse yeah so they should by default it should get better (laughs) and you get the double benefactor of watching your old special team coach in your division at the raiders mr uh god bless tom mcmahon because he will fall on a grenade for anybody um as far as special teams go that's one of the reasons that personally i am not skeptical but i don't think you should be trying to package up picks to move up too much unless a guy you absolutely love falls to you. That's like the perfect fit and you need him. Um, but those picks in rounds three, four, five, those are guys that need to be year one special teams impact players. That's where you can take swings on the combine guys whose uh, tape hasn't lit, uh, lived up to it yet. But you know where athleticism truly translates like point blank special teams If they're physical and they can run. Hey, guess what? You got a future in the league playing in special teams. So um, I would expect the depth of the draft to bring some guys who have some special teams impact year one and special teams is going to be big as well. Um, I know a lot of people, including myself, were excited last season for the draft pick of Jamar Johnson, university of Indiana safety dude. Couldn't get on the field to play special teams. Um, and because of that, he's on the chopping block this season. Uh, if he can't go out there and earn special team snaps, guess what? You're not valuable as the fourth safety. If you can't play on special teams. So, mm-hmm. uh, that's, it's going to be important to, uh, find some height, weight, speed guys who can fly and, uh, impact that room. Speaking Our of resident impact. legal expert, Ethan, yeah. the DWI guys coming in and saying the grand jury proceedings, it's only the prosecution presenting evidence. The defense does not get to participate. That's why they say they will indict a ham sandwich because we also know they wouldn't be there if they didn't think they had a case. That's why, you know, I did, I did, I was actually in a murder trial a couple of years ago and, um, you know, they're talking about, um, you know, are, is there anything that's going to bias you against this, this, and this? Well, like, well, I'm already biased. Because I know you wouldn't be here unless you thought you had a case. So you already think you can win. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this, this kid's been sitting in jail for two years. You already think you can win. So therefore, I'm already biased against that guy sitting over there. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of a, a joke. Anyway, yeah. on that note, but thank you. Yes, I, I didn't know that about the grand jury. So yeah, they're not going to be there unless they've got a case. So you're going. And... One I want to get to real quick, but then Scott and I got to get out of here. We got things we got to do today. Um, I'm sure there are some Facebook stars that are coming in. Well, make sure you guys are getting in those stars uh, to uh, win a chance for the jersey raffle at the end of this month once we reach our star goal. And I'm guessing I know what jersey people are going to want. Um, but uh, Barack coming in here saying, Aaron keeps saying, um, I don't know who Aaron is. Must have. There's so many comments here. We appreciate you guys. I remember his friend, his friend Aaron. His friend Aaron. Okay. Um, says the Bills would kick the Broncos, but I seriously doubt that. Um, the Bills are probably a team that uh, 
are going to be favored over the Broncos in the Super Bowl right now. That's fine. Um, if they if they played each other right now, uh, let's say, God, ten times. I think the Bills would probably win seven of them based on. I mean, we still have so much to figure out what this roster is going to be before free agency. So we'll see. Um, but the Broncos are still an unknown on how the cocktail works together. We have a much better idea for the Bills. So I think it's a safe bet to say the Bills are better than the Broncos right now. But guess what? In the playoffs. You only need one shot. It's why there's always March Madness is chaos. 15 seed, 15 seed beating a two seed in a single elimination tournament. If you have it, if you're in the game, you have a chance. Um, Broncos in Super Bowl 50. The Panthers were one of the best defense and offense EPA per play teams in the last decade, um, which is insane. The Broncos probably were not the better team, but the Broncos got a strip sack early. They're up 10 to zero early and they could just play. Uh, they could park the bus in essence, football style and win a Super Bowl one game. Anything can happen. So uh, maybe they beat the Broncos, but the Broncos now have a chance because they have a good enough quarterback. And that's all you can ask for. The Bills are good enough to kick anybody's butts on any given day. They're really yeah. good. That Should doesn't mean the Broncos Bowl. aren't. I, I, no. I love the Bills. I think uh, Josh Allen is just awesome to watch. Mm-hmm. They're running back away. They probably get a running back this offseason. They're going to be one of the Super Bowl favorites, without a doubt. That said, they didn't make the AFC Championship game either. They didn't lose to the team that won the AFC championship game. So there's a lot of good teams. It's fun. Now the Broncos are in that conversation and the 17 weeks leading up to the playoffs are going to be fun again. Fun. That's why we're here, right? It's not fun. Why are we here? Yeah. I would say there are two co-favorites in the AFC, even though the Bengals went to the Super Bowl, I would not put them there yet. Burrow was fine in the playoffs, but not God mode is honestly their defense that stepped up. Um, But it's chiefs bills. And then there's an assortment of teams that include the Broncos now, which is awesome. Uh, the Chargers are one of them. They have a lot of cap space, uh, ascending, transcending quarterback. The Bengals are there as well. Probably I'd still put the Ravens in that tier. Um, so those are the those are just off the top of my head. But the Broncos are now in the conversation, rightfully so. God, it's great to be there. Yeah, and Quentin, thank you for the stars. Coming in late with some stars. Appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just about wrap us up, Nick. I know... Uh, we got a couple guys. Lawrence, I'm going to read this real quick. It says, hey, guys, we need to keep Wilson and Sierra happy or he will switch up quick. What else can we do? I think they're happy. And, and, yeah. and you, you want to keep, you know, part of man management. That's why I said where Vic Fangio was so bad was the man management. I've got more faith in Nathaniel Hackett being honest and open and fair and open-minded with this group of players in offensive philosophy that he came here with. Yeah. <laughs> he came here. Sorry. <laughs> He came here with, uh, is happy to be here. He chose the Denver Broncos. He would have been unhappy with the Washington Commies. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, this was on, uh, this one, we actually turned the guy loose. He'd been in, uh, he was in a car that, that did a drive that was, that did kind of a drive by. He was in the car and he was in jail for two years. And uh, they had already had the two brothers that were involved convicted and he went to be tried separately. And we turned him loose and we said, hopefully, you know, Learn from this. Please don't ever let us see you in here again. Uh, yeah. But no, I, I haven't killed anybody. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel says he volunteers to make Sierra happy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I said if Russell's coming here that uh, she can walk me on a leash. Somebody said, oh, Sierra's got Russ on a leash. I'm like, I, I'll wear a leash, man. I Come measure my neck. I don't care. Um, Falling Sloth said uh, the Bengals are 60 million and they have to build an offensive line. They don't have any other needs. Building an offensive line is nice in theory. It's not always that simple. And um, what the Chiefs did last year is pretty unprecedented. Two rookies hitting like that. And then Orlando Brown Jr., who I can't wait to see them have to pay them because when you trade for a guy that's uh, on a last year of his deal, he's kind of, he has all the negotiating power. It's almost like a sunk cost. Like, well, now we have to pay him. 
get all that money, Orlando Brown Jr. We appreciate you. Also, he's not very good um, when they have to play the drop back pass game um, in space. I just he doesn't not move well enough in that kind of game. So please pay him, Chiefs. Uh, he's good, but I uh, I think it'll be an overpay. The Bengals also have a big need at cornerback. Um, that's another position. They last year who was the guy just talking mad game? Eli Apple, not good enough. Uh, Travis coming in. Great show, guys. We appreciate you, Travis. We appreciate everybody coming in. Um, Get us out of here, Nick. It's been a fun day. And uh, this is the last time that Nick and I will see you until Monday. Well, we'll be on Saturday night. uh, I'll be behind the scenes and Nick will be here. But uh, it's been one hell of a week, Broncos country. Yeah. Absolutely. You guys are great. We appreciate you so much. Make sure you guys are following Scott and I on Twitter. Scott is at Scout Kennedy and I'm at Nick Kendall MHH. I've had a lot of new uh, Twitter followers recently. I think people are. uh, excited for the good vibes that are in Denver now that it's not uh, the dark cloud in the room is the Broncos quarterback situation. It's uh, it's excitement. It's a transcending ascending team and it's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you guys follow are following Scott and I to enjoy that wave, enjoy the ride and uh, stay up to date. Also make sure you're following us on Twitter at huddle up pod, as well as at mile high huddle. If you guys are on Facebook, uh, make sure that hey, if you're watching on Facebook right now, click the thumbs up. We're at 90. That's a, that's a heck of a number, man. We appreciate you guys. That's, that's, we're doing business in here. Um, Facebook.com forward slash mile high huddle, as well as Facebook.com forward slash mile high huddle pod. Um, a lot of good conversation on there. Uh, if you guys, honestly, if there's something on there where it's like that, you really disagree with a point that Scott and I made on there at me on Facebook, at me on Twitter, um, at Scott, maybe as well, or at me to at Scott, I'll be, Hey Scott, you're being called upon. Get on Twitter. I like the I, YouTube comments. I really do. Yeah. I like, I like going into the YouTube comments. I know that's where, uh, I mean, that. Twitter is Twitter. You know, if I'm if I'm interacting on Twitter, you know who benefits the most on that? Twitter does. I like being on the Mile High Huddle page interacting yeah. with y'all. That feels more personal to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh I am uh, I am Twitter. Um when things happen, it's just <laughs> through me. I th- I just might as well they might as well insert a uh, a chip in my head or you know, my face might as well be the the bird logo, but uh I am Twitter. Uh, make sure you guys are also following us on YouTube, subscribing to the show, liking the show, sharing the show on your social media platforms. Um, you're going to want to be a part of this going forward. We want you guys to be a part of this going forward because it's going to be a lot of fun, um, especially, gosh, the moves that are about to come and transpire over the next week, two weeks, flurry of action. And you're going to want to be a part of the uh, the conversation. Um, if you have questions about it, what does this mean? Why do they do this? What does this look like going forward? Um, obviously, we're going to wait and find out, but it's the the exploration, the abstract of discussing how it all works together, how it's going to all work is a lot of fun. And it's a lot more fun when you guys in the comment section and the community are contributing and they're right along with us. If you guys are on Apple listening after the fact, or you listen to podcasts at all, make sure you go to Apple podcasts on iTunes, find the huddle up podcast, leave us a five-star rating and review helps us a heck of a lot. I think we're approaching 400 uh, reviews and we're at four and a half stars, which is amazing i mean there's always it's all i don't think i've ever seen a podcast that was uh, purely five stars so uh, four and a half is awesome we love you guys so keep that rolling um we got to keep the day rolling because it is getting a little bit long here we got luke walsh coming in niners fan chiming in the good news is we don't have to face russell wilson twice a year hmm. bad news is we have to play him this year as a broncos quarterback this season man i am I'm really interested to see what the 49ers look like this year. I think they're the dark horse team. They got this far with Jimmy Garoppolo. Now you add the running arm talent element of Trey Lance. Uh, that's a fun team to watch. I I am very, very, very intrigued. I'm also excited to watch them because I had a lot of quarterback envy before because I loved Trey Lance. Now I can be like, oh, we got Russell Wilson. I'm just now I'm just curious and pulling for Trey Lance, the player. 
Yep. And uh, again, everything should be fun. Again, it should be fun. You know, the, the, the sour grapes comments of, oh, great. You're, you're still not going to win. Haven't been winning. Okay. Yep. Now I'm excited again. That's a, that's a good yep. thing. That's a good yep. thing. It's not Super Absolutely. Bowl or bust. It's let's get better. We got better. Broncos yep. got better. Yep. They didn't have to give up a ton to do it. Smash that like button on the way out, guys. Like Clayton says, we appreciate you. Make sure you're tuning in tonight for the final show of the week of the Huddle Up podcast with Chad and Zach. Um, good times are rolling. We appreciate you guys uh, on air for 90 minutes now. Gotta walk the dog. I love you. You guys stay safe. Choose kindness. Choose compassion. The sun's coming up in Denver. It's going to be a great season. Go Broncos. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Good morning, Broncos country.